0: five four three two one i'm john miglash for the wdma we're going to be talking about direct mail today but first let's have some fun is it legs or is it hot legs or hot dogs (laughs) and this apparently is a phenomenon so we're going to show you a video with 2.8 million views but 9 billion views on tiktok here we go i've turned down the sound hot dogs they're voting hot legs this is remarkably difficult hot legs they say we think uh here's i don't know hot legs no hot dogs no hot legs <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's amazing it's more difficult than i expected i think those are legs i think those are hot dogs i think so yeah but i don't know i don't know for sure those are definitely hot dogs i think definitely yeah <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, you just can't tell. (laughs) Those are hot dogs and those are hot dog legs. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that. And what am I talking about today? Of course it has something to do with this. It's about Oscar Mayer's new campaign where they spin off on that that little theme. And they did a billboard ad. And here's their ad with the hot dogs in the backyard. Oscar Mayer's hot leg hot dogs for legs ads satirize virtual internet trend. Is it hot girl or hot dog? Okay, but there's more. There's more. Don't give up on me yet. Don't give up. Okay. Social feeds are filled with photos of tanned legs sitting out poolside or by the beach. I have to admit, I have shown my dockers uh, in Tuscany. <laughs> myself not my legs so much but my ankles and my doctors and my glass of wine um so real hot dogs uh, the campaign debuts social media scenes depicting real hot dogs in place of human legs it's in billboards in huntington beach los angeles chicago followed by mobile boat billboards traversing miami and fort lauderdale coast i didn't even know that it was a thing <laughs> later this month the Brand will be scouring social media to roll out additional creative featuring real imagery of fans' hot dog legs. So if you shoot some hot dog legs selfies or something, photos, they will maybe feature yours. I don't know what you win for that. I always think that these big brands should offer a big prize for this stuff, but they don't usually. Uh, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway... Oscar Mayer is excited to finally give <laughs> the hot dogs or legs debate the spotlight it deserves, said Kelsey Rice, uh, Associate Director of Oscar Mayer Brand Communications, a natural extension of our Keep It Oscar brand program. This activation brings the fun of Oscar Mayer to life-celebrating legs that look like hot dogs and Oscar Mayer delicious meats. campaign was delivered developed by Johannes Leonard, an ad agency, which, with additional support from P57, the Kitchen, and Zeno Group. Now, this is the part that I just think is crazy. For more than a decade, every summer, Legs that looked suspiciously like hot dogs have shown up on everybody's social feed, not mine, but you can see that video I showed you was from two thousand nine. Added what's his name? Nathan Frank. And just to show you that, you know, I, I did a feature a couple of weeks ago about how the Wienermobile has been named to the Frank Mobile. I don't know why. My dad's name was Frank. I did I have seen the Wiener Mobile driving around. I don't know, you know, I guess it's a Frank whistle now, not a Wiener whistle. I think it, I think the Wiener mobile came from the Wiener whistle, and that's why the alliteration works, right? Wiener whistle, Wiener Frank just doesn't sound the same, right? Wiener uh, Frank flute maybe. <laughs> There's something for you to think about, Nathan. Uh, but I just can't believe, you know. Scott Adams says it's a simulation, but th- that Frank, that Nathan Frank could be the creative director at the at the agency that developed the Oscar Mayer hot dogs shot. That's just too much to believe. Anyway, so Ray Schultz says only a small percentage of of firms are compliant with CCPA and CPRA. CPR, right? Anyway, I just use CCPA. That's the California Consumer Protection. Uh, I'm sorry, California Consumer Privacy Act. And uh, this study really says that 13% of the firms that were non-compliant, only 13% moved to compliance in the last year. Okay, and and they're supposed to start enforcing it July 1st. Okay, but the stakes are, so the stakes are going up. Uh, It seems as though, there's a lot of statistics here, but it seems as though uh, the goal is automated compliance. So a consumer says, I don't want my data sold, and there there, there should be a button. It's required there would be a button. I haven't seen a button on almost anything ever. So uh, now maybe it's because I'm in Wisconsin. But, um, you know, usually they just bolt it on to their entire website once they get rolling here. You know, it's no—it's probably less work to figure out who's from Wisconsin and who's from California. But I haven't seen any of those bump buttons, right? But what it sounds like they're doing is they're putting a button up that's like a mail-to button that says, tell us you don't want your data sold, and then we'll go figure out, you know. I mean, direct mail companies have been doing this for literally decades, probably a century, uh, where we had the DMA no pandering list, and we also had um, – you know, do not promote or whatever. And direct mail companies have nuanced it a bit. And I think it's really important uh, because do not sell my name is way different than don't ever mail me again, right? And in both cases, you want to keep that name on file. Whereas the CCPA tells you, you have to delete their information if they ask you to. Very foolish. Flag it, don't delete it. Because if you delete it and then you rent their name again, accidentally, just trying to prospect, you know, you got sued, and try to explain what, what's going on. You're better off just not mailing them. <laughs> so if you keep their name, you can match it against every mailing you ever do, and you can keep from mailing them. If you don't keep their name, you can't keep from mailing them. You won't know. So uh, all those things are important. Uh, my, I guess my point is that CCPA can't be complied with actually. But... Um, And manual probably makes sense than automated. Uh, But be careful if you automate it to give consumers a choice. Um, And uh, companies have, in fact, moved up the compliance maturity curve, says Vijay Bassani, founder and CEO of Citrio, which apparently is a compliance uh, helper. Okay, now, as I said, the stakes have gone up. California Attorney General Rob... Bonta, it looks like, has launched a consumer privacy interactive tool that makes it easy, nothing like this, easy for consumers to report non-compliance, right, so they can rat on you. And all it takes is a couple, you know, and I, I still get, I regularly get emails that have taken my email off my uh, off my LinkedIn profile. I may remove that, you know, I just assume people connect and talk to me directly. Um so, but anyway, uh, some even say that they've they've gotten my email from my LinkedIn profile, and they will typically have some kind of short email, no no street address, and no opt out or unsubscribe button, or any idea how to do it. And uh, both of those things are required by the CAN-SPAM Act. Which uh, so we don't even have compliance on the basics from from decades ago. Much less from uh, these new uncompli- <laughs> uncompliable <laughs> regulations. But anyway, I just thought I'd tell you that if you're not compliant, you're not alone. Uh, but it's going to get easier for consumers to report you. And I guess once the reporting happens, then the clock is ticking, and you better get with it. Okay, this is from direct, or this is from marketing charts, and um, I actually redid their chart because I was disappointed with it. The chart basically is is a bunch of lines across here a bunch of a bunch of bars that are basically flat and so I just did it in millions um Their point is that in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two total mail total direct mail volume grew both years direct mail volume grew for a second consecutive year, which is always good you know that's good to hear um, so they, but it seems low to me when, like, a Japs Olson has produced a billion. Just Japs Olson. I mean, they're not the only mail, mailing company. Quad Graphics, uh, I would think, did more than this. But for some reason, they they say that I I thought it was more like sixteen billion uh, in direct mail. But they only have this seventy two million. I'd really like to find out about it. On the other hand, they said that that U.S. market spending on direct mail grew. Uh, to 43 billion. Now, how is that possible? Right? That doesn't even make any sense. That would make that would make the direct mail cost per piece like I don't know what, 20 dollars per piece or something crazy. 40 billion to only generate 72 million. So these numbers are obviously wrong, and I hope someone either you know tags the Winterberry Group or it's what is it 15? $15 per piece. Anyway, the Winterberry group, you know, if it was a dollar it'd be 73 million or something. If it was a dollar, but it's 43 billion? US marketing spending on direct mail 43 billion doesn't even Okay, these numbers are just too, complete nonsense. So now that we've established that, they also say that direct mail outspent TV slightly ahead of TV linear is like cable TV well I think they're saying TV linear addressable and cable I you know it's not obviously TV spending so this whole thing is very very difficult to, to decipher so JC lupus I would encourage you to go back and talk to them again um, but I liked I didn't like their graph because they should have chopped off the bottom always cut to the cut to the minimum to make the graph more Illustrative, or more, um, <laughs> or how to lie with statistics, as the famous book says. Okay, so now the last one is also from marketing charts. This one wasn't so bad. Uh, this one, I believe, they did chop it off pretty well, um, and it's way too small for me to read these things. But I did, I did highlight some stuff so I can probably read it. Okay, let's see. Maybe I can, maybe I can make it a little bigger without. Reckon it let's see it's not wanting to get bigger okay well that's all right anyway so uh, so what they say is that the offer matters most especially to older people these the far right column is is older people this is younger people this is the average of the column what I was impressed with is that personalization was way down here Okay, 27% said if it's personalized to me, it matters. And, you know, you hear study over and over and over saying, uh, people, people say if, 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 it's, if it's an offer I care about, I'm more likely to respond. Well, of course that's true. It's so circular. You know, what do you respond to? Things I care about. What do you care about? How do we target you? You don't know what you care about. At the same time, the study says that uh, people down here someplace, it says that a lot of people hear about new, almost half of the survey said they're often introduced to new brands via direct marketing, okay? So they didn't know they wanted this, right? Half of the people didn't know what they wanted and didn't know they li- that this was interesting and now they know. Now the other thing that they said was that engagement. Something like 64% of US adults say direct mail inspired them to take an action. Now I explained yesterday, which I'll say again, every piece of mail inspires an action. It inspires a decision, it inspires engagement. Okay? Engagement, you got to look at it. You got to decide what you're gonna do with it and even if you throw it in the trash that's more engagement because you've had tactile engagement you have ten times the sense receptors of touch than you do of sight you know because you know yeah you can block something coming at you but if you touch something you know and cut yourself or you get burned or something like that your, your body reacts to touch very very well because you know I don't want bad touches anyway so so this is higher engagement right off the bat. Throwing the mail away is higher engagement than, uh, than clicking a button to say, well, I wonder what this is about, especially given uh, Google says 50 to 80% of all of their paper clicks bounce, which means no other clicks are made, right? Do I look at it? Well, I glance at it. I glance at the site about as much after I've clicked it as I did looking at that mailing piece and throwing it away. You know, because I can just close the window or ignore it, go on to a different window. I don't have to do anything. I I can sit there for 20 minutes not looking at it, having it open in my browser. You don't know. But in direct mail, even throwing it away is a greater indication of involvement than clicks. And they're less expensive than most Google AdWords. Got that? Okay. So direct mail gets you a lot further than pay-per-click my point according to this survey right just want you to know okay so it inspires them to take action now they do explain what action is in defense of this survey which was also cited yesterday action such as searching for a brand online visiting a brand website checking the brand's social media looking up reviews of the brand buying a product or visiting a brand location so they don't count looking it over touching it and making a decision those don't count as an action which is why they only say 60 percent or 64 percent take action nevertheless these are big actions these are way bigger actions than a click are you kidding me and half the clicks i click on are not even what i'm looking for right i go click 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 open in a new tab i open them all close 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 if you're like me you probably do the same thing okay now Whoa, so three in ten adults will take action. Oh my gosh. So, anyway, and it says that they often that's triggered by something they're already interested in, which means that it's not probably their first encounter with that brand. But half of the people say they do learn about new brands. So, offline, bottom line, cut to the cheese offline can drive engagement in a way that online doesn't. That pay-per-click doesn't. Paid search doesn't. Got it? Okay. So if you're a brand that isn't using mail, and most of the big brands do, you should at least be using it for information gathering. Find out what the audience is interested in. And mail enough pieces to be statistically significant in multiple test cells. Okay. People say to me, I'd like to do modeling. Okay, I say, well, they got to mail at least a hundred thousand at a time. Why? Because at five thousand pieces per cell, where well, we have different characteristics and we have different offers, or so we have different—remember, the offer is the most important here. The offer is the most important in this graph by far, right? Now, more important than even that is the list, right? The list. But you know, they couldn't ask that question because people don't know what list they're coming from. OK, but if you really want to refine your offer, then you should understand this. Right. And so if you have five thousand pieces per cell, which isn't that much. Right. But it's enough to give you plus or minus ninety five percent certainty, plus or minus three percent or something like that. So it's pretty certain. It's way more certain than an A, B split on title in, you know, in a in a banner ad. Right. Now, that's quicker. And I I'm not against refining it that way when you really want to know you can know two things for sure one is high confidence interval the other is because you know who engaged but didn't respond you have the labeled data set for machine learning and that's why direct mailers have been successfully using machine learning for decades me me for example for almost 30 years now and I just sent an uh, uh, I just sent an article over to the uh, to Lisa at the ANA about why that matters and it explains it all and hopefully they'll be they'll be publishing it out to the big brands okay but the best laboratory in marketing the only brand that that has baked in a labeled data set because you know exactly who is engaging and not buying And we can look for the differentiating factors so you get smart really fast. Anyway, have a nice day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.